0: This is the BCSN Pod Zone, your place for the news, views, and conversations about all things related to HBCU athletics. Here, are the BCSN Sport Wrap, Doctor Cavill's inside the HBCU Sports Lab, Knights of the Round Table, the Pregame Show, the Carlos Brown Show, the ONG Strike Zone, and more in one place. We are changing the way. You consume HBCU Sports one broadcast at a time.
1: Maureen is saving big holiday shopping at Amazon. So now she.
0: Welcome to another live edition of the BCSN Sports Wrap. I'm Brian Fulford. That's A.D. Drew. And it's a pleasure to be on tonight with you. uh, Fresh off of a big weekend in black college football. Drew, uh, I just came back from our homecoming in Tallahassee. And I can tell you that the experience was epic. The greatest homecoming ever in the universe, lived up to the hype. Uh, Did you miss not being in Tallahassee with your Rattler brothers and sisters this weekend?
1: Are you seriously going to ask me that question? Of course I miss not being in Tallahassee with all my uh, fellow rappers. What I did not miss is all the traffic and everything else getting to and from the stadium. That's what I did not miss.
0: Yeah, I had Sorry. to do a little maneuvering. I had to show my, uh, I had to, I had to recall those little side streets as I came from the east side of Tallahassee, where I was staying, to campus. And unfortunately, I caught the end of the parade, the morning parade that's Uh-oh. done at eight a.m. Now I, I'm, I'm driving on the campus at about nine forty-five. For some reason, I'm thinking the parade is done. Uh no, no such luck. Uh, it was still happening. So. The road that I was trying to was blocked, and somehow, somehow, I managed to run into a couple of police officers who were just like, come on, man, I have no idea what's going on, so come on, which was kind of scary, the fact that a couple of police officers were like, they didn't really know what was going on, and they were here in one spot to do one thing, and just everybody, I don't know, you know, but it was real cool. Eventually, I got there 35 minutes later, and then I just stayed on campus, because obviously, when you get there, you, you stay there. There's so uh, yes. I, uh, you know. Yes. It's yeah.
1: Get, you, get, get your steps in.
0: Did I? Did I? Feet were <laughs> all <bald> tired. <laughs> By the time I got back to the room, dude, I was done. I, you know, the, oh man. But I uh, wouldn't trade it. I would trade it in the world for some. I saw some people with like scooters and other stuff like that. But it was it was all good. So a did lot you, of a uh, lot of did big, anybody
1: have those little wheelie things? You know. The uh, hoverboards and all that kind of stuff, man. No,
0: no hoverboards. I saw a couple of scooters. I saw I saw some golf carts. I, I don't know, uh, you know. I, I don't know what, what. Look, golf carts was it, and I, I think if, if you can maneuver around with a golf cart, God bless you. And the scooters was even better to be able to singularly move around. But I, you know, it, it was a, uh, it, it was cool, man. It was cool, and and I, you know, I didn't see anybody pass out. Uh, or laid out, and fortunately, there were no issues around campus or around Florida A&M, despite some reports that came out very early Sunday morning. Nothing happened at Florida A&M or on the campus of Florida A&M or vicinity of Florida A&M. That was just some Tallahassee stuff. There's some Tallahassee stuff that happened, you know, which which happens. It happens in every city, but don't try to coordinate it it. Yeah, don't yeah, exactly. Don't coordinate it with the fact that FAMU's homecoming was happening. Heck no. Florida State had a football game there too. So, which, you, know, which, you know what I'm saying? Uh,
1: once again, they did not – the people in Tallahassee did not plan accordingly because how many times did it happen while we were in school where
0: uh, – It seemed they were they were better coordinated back in the day. I don't think that happened very often. I,
1: I, I remember it happening once. Very rarely did we even have home games at the same time, let alone homecoming and a home game. Although I do remember one year, uh, it was a game that both FAMU and Florida State started a night game within an hour of each other. Because I think Florida State was on uh, national TV, the ESPN, ABC or whatever, at 7 o'clock and FAMU, you know, traditional night game is at 6 o'clock in Tallahassee. So I do remember that.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what,
1: <laughs> one other thing, speaking of homecomings, Brian, and this is also the fan homecoming, but on a a different homecoming, we know it, uh, it was not homecoming at Jackson State, but it was a homecoming atmosphere at Jackson State. And I said this this morning on uh, Dr. Cavill's uh, Cavill's show, Uh, but I want to give a shout-out to Coach uh, Benji Taylor of the Tuskegee Golden Tigers men's basketball team. They were in Jackson State for an exhibition game on last night. So what does uh, Coach Taylor do? He has his guys stay over Saturday morning for college game day, and to enjoy the atmosphere of the the Southern game on the campus of Jackson State. And someone pointed out to me that for the freshmen, the sophomores, and the juniors at Tuskegee, they've never had a homecoming. So for them to get this atmosphere a week early, because this upcoming uh, Saturday is – Homecoming at Tuskegee, but for them to get that atmosphere a week early, I think that uh kudos to uh to uh, coach Taylor for for having that happen.
0: Okay. I uh, appreciate you uh pointing that out. Shout out to Coach Taylor. Um wanna thank you guys for coming in and watching the show, busy show tonight. Uh as always, make sure you're following us. Please, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at my BCSN one the number one. If you're watching us on YouTube, I see a couple people out there. Tamara T., uh, hello, Mary305, Karen Griffin for uh, jumping in uh, on the uh, YouTube feed. Shout out to the folks on the Facebook feed as well. Uh, Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Uh, You know, ran into uh, quite a few people that, uh, you know, recognize me obviously from the ong but they also watch this show drew so uh very very cool always humbling when you run into people who watch what you're doing because sometimes it does feel like it's just us and a a few of our closest friends (laughs) you know sometimes it just feels like it's us just talking (laughs) uh, (laughs) but but whatever um we got to start to show off with uh with some sad news um and, and I always like to think of these kind of moments as celebrations of life. Um, you know, it, it's very sad, sorrow-humbling news that I learned this morning on my road, on my trip back from Tallahassee, As I'm on the road. Uh, obviously, the news came out yesterday afternoon or evening that uh, Mr. Eric Moore who in this black college media space, we affectionately those of us who've been in it, call the Godfather. Uh grandfather. Um, he the grandfather, the godfather. I I I think he's all of those things. Um but he of course is the founder and creator of Onadin Dot com, the auditing group, and that's O-N-N-I-D-A-N. Uh, he recently passed away at the age of 71 yesterday. And uh, as his LinkedIn bio will say, digital journalist and editor, sports statistician, website administrator, he's so much more than just that. Uh, Mr. Moore has influenced so many people. He is a CIAA Hall of Famer for his contributions. Uh it, it when the when the internet was becoming a thing in the mid-90s, he was savvy enough to think of a way to bring black college administrators, coaches, teams, programs, just black college sports information to more people at that time, obviously magazines were the way, but he understood and saw that the more, the instant means of communicating and communication, he, he, he had a sense of where it was going. And I, I've read some, there's some good articles that have been out in the past, obviously on HBCU game day, there's some good articles that have been written previously. Uh, most recently, the Greensboro news and record uh, wrote an article, Mr. John Dell did something um, but uh, he, in terms for us here at the Black College Sports Network when Roy Evans uh, and and I were starting this project uh, Audited.com is the site that was our inspiration and was the site that We had to get information from, and Mr. Moore was the person we reached out to, uh, specifically Roy, to uh, get advice from, get contacts from, get help from, get advice from. And he was always, always, always uh, generous with his time, his thoughts. Uh, and I didn't spend nearly enough time with him as many others in this space. I mean, uh, I don't know, Drew, if you can, if our, if our guest is on, I don't know if you can look in the back in the green room to see if he's in, but we have, we have, we have planned to talk with uh, Mr. Luke Williams, uh, black college sports. Okay. Black college sports page editor. Um Lute has been running his, BCSP as part of Onidin.com for ooh, I know I'm gonna mess the numbers up. I, I think almost twenty eight years. Uh for over twenty twenty-five, if I'm not mistaken. I think uh as I'm reading it back in ninety four is when uh he had the idea of starting that publication and uh, he connected with uh, Mr. Moore um, in, in that respect. And and also, you know, Mr. Moore is, is a part of the... Uh, let me make sure I get this right. Um, he's a part of the uh, Black College Sports Information Directors Association since 2001. That organization... So all of your SIDs, I, I mean, he has been a, a benefit to so many of those men and women who were in the SID uh, business and and profession. And so we are all saddened um, that Mr. Moore is no longer with us. Uh, and, And I'm sure more people will have comments, articles, tributes, recollections, and things of that nature over the course of this week. And so that's why we wanted to kind of start Our show with that and hopefully we'll have a chance to get loot on. I know Roy is traveling, but he's going to dial in here. Uh, But Drew, I want to give you a moment here and and share your thoughts on Mr. Moore uh, in, in case anyone didn't see your appearance this morning. On Dr. Graville's show, or especially if you want to expound upon things, because we got this format and we could talk for days if we really wanted to, or hours if we really wanted to. So <laughs> go ahead.
1: Sometimes I feel like we do talk for days. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, Mr. Moore has no more days with us here on this side. Uh, you know, and I said this this morning and I'll re emphasize this uh, on a day where it seemed HBCU sports have reached a new high at a new pinnacle by being on college game day. The week after Jackson state appeared on good morning America, the day after Florida a and appeared on good morning America, you know, uh, We have College Game Day that morning, and then to find out later on that evening when I got back in after the game that I went to on yesterday, which was the uh, Albany State-Warhouse game that uh, Mr. Moore had passed. And shout-out to uh, – actually, I found out initially via tweet from HBCU Game Day. I want to give a shout-out to those guys, Tali, Steve, and Gaither, and all those guys over there for getting that information out that he had passed and just gave it a moment to reflect on the fact that number one, we would not be here today doing what we're doing or, it not for the vision of this, of this man. Uh, yes, we can trace our black media when it comes to HBCU sports back to the Pittsburgh Courier, which was the first big national organization that kind of brought everything together. But in this modern Age of media on dot com would have to be the equivalent of the Pittsburgh Courier in today's society. Uh, so you know those polls, you know, right? What, what where's the first place that we go to look for look for the schedule?
0: Auditedad.com. Auditedad.com. dot com. Yeah.
1: Where's the where's the first place we go? To look and see the results in one place.
0: Auditon.com.
1: So, though he may be gone, I don't know who is ultimately in charge of Auditon.com because somebody's had to be running it for a little while because Mr. Moore has been, uh, been ill for for a while. So, I hope whoever has the passcodes and everything else continues that legacy on for Mr. Moore, uh, the organization that you and I are both a member of, the HBCU Pro Sports Media Association, founding member of our organization. I think I have met Mr. Moore maybe in person, maybe once, maybe twice in person, talked to him many times uh, via Zoom and and anything else. So, uh, yeah, it's just – it hardens me, but I'm, I don't want to dwell on his passing for long. I want to dwell on the life and what what we are doing here. Without him creating that website, getting this information out, there's no reason for us to even be here podcasting because HBCU and Black Sports Media would have never grown to the point where we could have been podcasting. There would be no HBCU game day without Eric Moore. I won't say that could not be. The role would have been harder for an HBCU game day. The role would have been harder for us.
0: The inspiration.
1: For, for a Donald. Yeah, for a Donald Ware, uh, HBCU Sports. We all owe our roots to Eric Moore at underdad.com.
0: Yeah. Um, I got to give a, a special mention. I know to. And, and this was. a, You know, it's funny. We were just talking about when I was tailgating with uh, a few brothers after the game, we were we were talking about how we missed message boards and, you know, the message boards. And this is where I was going to shout out Ken Rashad, who he was one of the, the founders of the SWAC page. Uh, Floyd Hill, one of the founders of Miak fans. And if you're old enough to remember the SWAC page and Miak fans, and then, of course, Auditon.com, those were the three sites that you primarily went to, and we would spend the workday in message boards, chatting back and forth, running smack. Um, those were some epic times. Um, some great information was shared in that very – You know, you you hear about sometimes how nasty message boards can be, but that was Twitter
1: before Twitter. That was Facebook before Facebook.
0: Exactly. But yeah, so I mean, and and, you know, there were guys who had their, their code names and you, you would spend time trying to figure out, okay, who is this? And then when you go to games, sometimes, you know, you, you, you'd be able to meet up with people who were, were in this space. And so, again, uh, you know, I know Kim with the you know worked with uh, um, Mr. Moore probably maybe as much as Luke Williams did, probably via the Black College Sports page. Those are just two of the people that I know in terms of the longest. I mean, there may be others out there, uh, but that's just my own recollection. Um, and, and so of course, Ken Rashad, of course, uh, sports.com. So all of, all of those sites that we go to and get information from nowadays, all of us have our roots, as you said, so eloquently from auditing.com and, and what was great about what is great about auditing.com is the fact that yes, you can still get the whole scoreboard of every game, regardless of division regardless of fcs division two naia no matter what it is it's all there you you have the time you have you know whether it's a homecoming game uh that that's it's the one-stop shop right it's the one-stop shop where you go and there were also some other great links i think that was the one thing that that a lot of people probably missed out on There are great links. And that was another thing I thought Mr. Moore did a great job of bringing people together. As other entities came into the space with information, he did a great job of what? Making sure that links were available, okay? And so that you could jump in and uh, other people could be a part of the experience, Let's, uh, let's go to introduce, um, I'm obviously, you know, he's no stranger to us. Many of you may or may not know, but, uh, we want to bring in Roy Evans, uh, who's, uh, we call him the boss, our boss, but anyway, he, he's the, uh, president of, uh, Jericho Broadcast Networks and the Black College Sports Network. And, um, you know, Roy, uh, it, we were, As I told Drew, I'm driving, just learning of this. But the reason I wanted Roy to come in, obviously, along with Luke, um, who hopefully we'll have on a little bit later. But Roy, when we first got into this, trying to figure out this project and this venture, Mr. Moore was one of those resources, friends, that you relied on heavily. In this space, so I, I, I want to just kind of give this time and, and let you kind of recollect and let people know how the relationship started and just how it how it grew.
2: All right. Well, uh, first, guys, thanks for having me on. Um, can you all hear me? Got you. you good? Loud and clear. You all right, good. Cool. all right. Uh right. First thing I want to say, man, is condolences uh, to his family and those people who were very close to him. Um, as I, I did a post on this page last night, as I found out about it, and I said, thank you for sharing his light with the rest of us um, and sharing who he was, because he did. Um, and I'll, I'll tell a story about my most recent situation that I had with him. But, man, when we first started this thing, Roger Harris and I were surveying people. We said, you know, we're really going to look at this thing. We're going to survey folks. So we were literally calling around and surveying at least 100 people in different markets where HBCUs were. Of course, we were based in Tallahassee at the time. And one of the things that kept resonating that I had not heard of them at the time we were starting this, I hadn't heard of them. And I was just like, all these people, I mean, at least half of the people that we would call in the different cities was like, oh man, check out OwnerDan.com. Check out OwnerDan.com." And I'm like, what the heck is an Onadan.com? <laughs> and we get to the page and I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is it. This is what we were looking for. Because we started this thing because we could not find information about HBCU sports in the different, you know, and even if you lived in the city where the schools were, we all know back in the, the 90s and the 80s, the, these, the, the local media didn't really cover us. They didn't give us the the, the, um, the shine, especially if there was a PWI in the same city you know, you, we, you know, we were being in Tallahassee, right. We're there with Florida state. So there was like, you know, Oh, a footnote fam, you want, Oh fam, you, didn't. you know, so to find the site. So I immediately reached out to him and, um, and told him what we were looking at doing. We were like, you know, you have this broadcast portal that you use. I mean, you have this portal that you use to provide people information. And like, we would love to be able to add a broadcast piece of that, giving you the opportunity. I, at the time, it was funny because at the time, whenever I would tell somebody about what we were trying to do online, it usually took me about 20, 30 minutes of explaining to get them to understand. And if they were 15 to 20 years older than me, you might as well tack on another hour before they are like, Whoa, "What? what <laughs>
0: listening to stuff over <laughs> the computer, you know, literally what year this, was it you gotta uh, remind people what the, year this was the, the, the yeah, this po- not
1: the computer the pu- the one of, <laughs> one of
2: the machines <laughs> no this was this was um <laughs> this was 97 because this was before we actually got started and um mr moore was one of the few people especially people older when i say older he's you know at least 20 years older than us um the, the the previous generation he was like really when are you ready to start and i was like you get it? And he was like, yes, sir. (laughs) And he's like, whatever you need. He was like, and listen, even us getting into the business, he was the first place that I learned about embed coding. Because he was like, oh, let's give me, he's like, give me me your embed code and I'll put it on our site. I was like, how you do that? (laughs) You know, so he (laughs) he, he he taught us. I mean, because he had been like, and I was listening to you guys on the way in but like Brian said you know he was he has been in the technology industry and I think that's one of the things that we lose on his HBCU sports knowledge but Mr Mr Moore was already in technology he was there you know he's again you're talking about a website in 96 90, what, do, do we have a founding
0: year I, cuz I don't 80 87 is listed as the founding year but Again, I that's think a, for me, probably the Honitin Group, the auditing Group founded in 87. So they, used, but,
2: they used to do newspapers. And that's, you know, right. Brian, I don't know. Remember when one of the things that we actually had when we started the Black College Sports Network was the Black College. We also did a Black College sports page insert for Black newspapers. And we partnered with Mr. Moore and, and Mr. Williams where we would run their stories and stuff because we had about, I think, 10 or 15 different. Um, Newspapers that were running running our stuff across the country, but we were promoting them. I mean, you know, we were we were there because that's where we were getting our stories from at that point. You know, we were the the broadcast that we were doing at the start of this outside of the games. A lot of that came from things that we did or that we pulled from On Dan. Um, you know, he broke a lot of stories, man. But you talking about always being accessible to me? It was it was one of the things, man, that I have. Um, I had appreciated the entire time, you know, and that, that I'm going to miss. And, you know, he's one of the reasons that I try to be that way for other people because I could, I could literally call him whenever. And he'd be like, what you got, Roy, what you need, what you're trying to figure out. And, you know, and, or I'm running stuff by him. He's like, Hey, Mr. Moore, we want to try to do this with some of the schools. And he'd give me the advice because he's dealt with everybody, you know, everybody in the HBCU landscape and all of the conferences knew who Eric Moore was. And, um, and just to have had the opportunity to spend time with him and talk to him as much as I did, um, and I, I said I'm going to tell the last story. I'm just to tell this quick story. So when we had the Elizabeth City contract, there was um, there was one game that you know we drew. We've talked about this. Elizabeth City is notoriously difficult to get in and out of. It is. Ooh. It is. It is like. It is literally. It has to be <laughs> the worst place. To try to get to, and so he happened to be three hours I 95, right? Yeah, he was happy, he happened to be statting the game, um, that I was covering for them. I was brought, we were broadcasting for them, and like I literally had to fly into Norfolk and catch an Uber over to, to Elizabeth City, um, and they I was trying to right catch there? the bus, dude. This was. Three years ago. What are you talking? I mean four okay. years ago we were doing Elizabeth City. <laughs> <Kennedy.
1: laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you need a tie coded. You need a this tie is a, this code. This is a
2: recent this is my I said. This is my last story with him, the last recent opportunity we had. Um, and so what we ended up doing is when he was there, I was like, I was gonna be stuck having to wait to catch a greyhound the next morning or something. But he was like, No, no, I get you a ride to Charlotte, because from Charlotte I could actually get a um a megabus to back to Atlanta. And so, you know, he was, I was like, well, you know, Mr. Moore, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull you out of your way to do that. Cause I know you got to get back. Cause he had, we had been talking and he, um, I want to say he called his wife and he said, Hey, look, I got one of the guys here and he needs a ride to Charlotte. So I'm going to go ahead and take him in. And, you know, he went out of his way to drive me back to Charlotte so that I wouldn't have to stay in Elizabeth city overnight to try to wait for this bus. And man, that had to be one of the best conversations about HBCU history that we had on that ride from Elizabeth city to Charlotte, man. And it was that it was, and I told him, I said, you know, this is, this is why we appreciate you. You know, this is why I think, and I'm know. I think I started calling him the godfather. I was the one that started calling him the godfather of HBCU sports. And I'm like, cause and drew. And I heard you say it. I mean, no, we wouldn't be here. I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily know. if we, we wouldn't be here in the format or as far along as we are had it not been for com because they made so much of our work, especially us, easier in the beginning stages of what we were doing because they 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 had all the schedules, as you mentioned. They had all the updates. So when we were building these scoreboards and we were doing these shows, talking about these different games, we had all the results in one place that we could go to. And, and get all of it. So, no, they they were the Auden and Group and Eric Moore literally paved the road for HBCU sports broadcasters in the two thousands and into the two thousands. They they were definitely um, the catalyst for that.
0: I love the way you said that, paving the road. Um, yeah. Because that's yeah no they they, they, really, they were trailblazers, yeah we
2: we had a much easier ride because they had paved the road in what he did
0: yeah um you know it's me I, I was just looking in on here on the YouTube feed uh, as people uh, reminiscing here I know Karen Griffin here uh, rest in peace Eric Moore I'm a longtime fan of the honored in black college sports fan forum. Um, also, a good friend, Joshua Jackson, uh, Mr. Moore helped me immensely in my career as an SID. He has always he was always interested in what we're doing at EWU, Edward Waters University. For those who don't know, uh, he will be greatly missed. Uh, let's see um, if I can see any other comments here. Um, I, I mean, that's just that. I mean, Joshua Josh is just one of many again he was a part of the Black College Sports Information Directors Association and so anybody there those hundreds of SIDs assistant SIDs those who have gone from being an SID to maybe now being athletic directors or even in other roles at other schools all interacted with Mr. Moore in some form or fashion and I think if we can do one thing in honoring his legacy, it's making sure that we continue to share the history of HBCU sports, even with these, even with the new media coming in. And we say new media, what we're talking is maybe anyone within the last two to three years, or uh, we could say anybody post of the prime effect. We'll call it the, the prime effect, obviously, because that's brought in a lot of people um, being able to let, Being able to share history with them, you know, is one of the big things that Mr. Moore was about, but also helping because one of the things I've always said, what, Roy, more people talking about this is good for all of us, right? Nobody ever complains about the number of people covering the FBS or the Power Fives, do they? There are hundreds who are out there covering it. There are so many stories to tell. And so in our HBCU world, we're probably just scratching the surface of all the stories. So, yes, it may seem like a lot of attention is on one particular conference, but there are a lot of schools in this space, a lot of athletic programs. And so whenever you see somebody, and this is to to all of our brothers not only in the HBCU Pro Sports Media Association, but wherever they are, you got somebody new to the space or new looking to try to make a niche, it could be at a small D2 school, an NAIA, whatever, you know, help, give them a helping hand. Because that's what Mr. Moore did for probably all of us. I I feel pretty confident I can say that, that he offered a helping hand. And I, I think if anybody, he understood that uh, this space and in our industry grows as we have more people telling its stories. So uh, I, I think that is the the greatest legacy uh, that that we can that we can share. And um, related to uh, Mister Moore, and I again I, I say that I'm sure there'll be other tributes on other platforms. I encourage you guys to soak those stories up uh, read the articles. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things you talked about sharing stories like you're, I'm sure that conversation ride is one of those things that will stick with you. And yeah. look, the, the, the more, the more opportunities we have to, to, to sort of put our voices and, and share this history, uh, take advantage of it guys. You know, take advantage of it because it, it it's not it's not promised tomorrow. So if you get yeah, an opportunity, you get an opportunity to to hear <laughs> or share a story. Soak it up, man. Soak it up.
2: Brian, I'm gonna ask you: Do you remember the first time we actually had a chance to sit down and meet with him face to face?
0: I'm, I see I'm if you mad remember at this that. Because it,
2: it was somewhere you hated going. And oh, he complained God. the whole way out there. We had to go to Disney. <laughs> to the, and You, you. we had to go out to Wide World of Sports at Disney to meet
0: with Mr. Moore. Oh, yeah. Because he happened yeah. to be in
2: Orlando. And Brian complained the whole way. I don't want to go to the compound. Forget the mouse. I don't want to go to the compound. We got out there. And I was like, all right, Brian, it's not – we got out there. They get the target, Brian. We gotta go. Hold on, man. Hold on. Let me finish this conversation. Let me finish this conversation. <laughs> and, and not, Brian, stat, Brian's a stat nerd. And you, I mean, come on. Yeah. That's, that's, that was Mr. Moore's thing, man. So when he that he can get thing. in and have yeah. those conversations about that, he knew all that stuff. I mean, he's like a. I mean, he he just had it loaded in. Um, I'm I'm not gonna hold you guys up the show. I just I definitely wanted yeah. to come in and say my piece. I did want to say one other thing because I've been watching the ticker go by. Yeah, and of course we're, we're we're celebrating Jackson State and what they're doing. And people talk about history. Let us not forget Benedict Tigers, who are on an undefeated run themselves. And they, I think they were. I, we were talking to Anthony at the game, and um, since they have been, I believe it's three and zero. Every week has been history making for them.
0: History this making, is This yeah. is
2: the this is the best that they've ever been. And so right now they're looking real strong in the D two realm. And uh, we're going to be looking forward to to seeing and following them of course they're here on the black college sports network so you know but yeah don't 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 leave uh, don't leave those benedict tigers out i was at their homecoming which was a real real cool real interesting i missed U's homecoming as you can see oh, i had to yeah I, I had i had to i had to rep friday because i
0: wasn't going to be able to, to be there um, I, I, had I had people to- ask me they were they They asked me. They were like, "Hey, where's Roy?" I said, "Hey, look, Roy's working. I'm the one that I I was working too. Technically, I was working, but I I said no. Roy, I "I was, I was, but not. (laughs) You, you, you was
1: on assignment, but you took your assignment in at FAMU.
0: Yes, yes, but no. I I I told people. I I said, "Look, I see
1: how everybody did. Did nobody ask about me where I was at? I see how they go." I, I, well,
0: I, look we, we knew we you know yeah exactly i know i know anyway uh final final any final thoughts roy any any final thing you want to add in here before we go to a break um
2: yeah man i i just want to say uh, you can you can definitely look for something we've got a couple of plans coming up uh, for the network that i'll be uh be releasing to the folks into the team well to the team here in the next couple of weeks and then we will be putting this information out to you guys um just know that we will be doing something as a network to honor and remember Mr. Moore moving forward um, throughout the uh, throughout this, and um, you know I've, I've got some some quick ideas and some short ideas and some things that I want us to do to add in. But again, without without him, we would not have had the success that we had early on. Um, and again, because he, you know, the first thing he did, like I said, he he put all of our stuff on the honor dan site you know i didn't yep. even ask him he was just like hey, hey, hey yeah here you need to put it here so everything that we had when we had live games back then he was he was running us and everything so you know like i said we we will definitely be doing something to honor him as a network and uh, to make sure that his name is not forgotten and that people will continue to remember him but uh thanks again guys and uh
0: All right. Uh, Again, um, keep the uh, Moore family in your thoughts and prayers and uh, make sure to soak up uh, whatever tributes you you see over the course of this week and articles that you read. We're going to step away and come back and get into the hot and heavy action from the past weekend and all the other stuff.
1: Right before we go, uh, Luke just joined us. We want to take the break, or do we want to bring Luke in before we take the? Ah, uh, while we got Roy here,
0: uh, let's uh, uh, let, let's keep it going. Hell, I mean, this is this is our show, so we can do what we want to do. <laughs> um, All
1: right, give me just a second. I just I, yeah, I just saw Luke come in. I got a fact. They can bring Luke in. Uh,
0: are we keeping? Are we keeping Roy in as well? Yeah. This is live. Yeah, we're gonna keep. we so.
1: keep, keep Roy okay. in. I oh, just had to you.
0: Okay. If you got time, there to hang go. in there.
1: All right. Uh, for we the, for this conversation, I do. On.
2: Yeah.
0: all right For this conversation, definitely. There. How do we got to make sure we got the audio here? Got his audio
2: going. We see him. Okay. Can Say you
3: hear us? Luke. Hey, can you hear me?
2: There you go. Yes, yep, you
3: can. You. All right. I,
2: can.
1: Hey, I had a big shot. Turn right, the right baby. microphone
3: on, all my brother. Hey, yeah. guys. Sure. No uh, problem. I'm no problem. Sorry to sorry be hey. joining you so late, man
0: no no. no, no. We, we, as we said at the beginning this is uh this this opening part of our show is a celebration of uh of life of mr moore's life and so uh I, whenever you were coming in able to join us that's when we were coming uh to you uh so for anyone who's not aware um this is mr luke williams the uh editor black collar sports page uh the most one of the most detailed information pieces uh Again, another one of the the as I like to say the OGS that that when when a young guy like some of us when we're trying to go get our information, it was Onydon dot com, it was Black College Sports page. Um, I know your heart is heavy right now, Lou. Uh, share share your uh, thoughts and words uh, about your good friend Mister Moore with us.
3: Well, as you guys know. Um Eric Moore and I were pretty much inseparable uh, for many years. When I started the black college sports page in 94, 1994, one of the first persons I called was Ed Hill, who at the time was the sports information director at Howard University. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did research about all the black newspapers in the country. I did, I had done research. I've been, uh, you know, been around black college sports all my life, uh, both my parents, all the, I cut my teeth coming up on black college sports, but Ed Hill said, you can't do anything without calling Eric Moore. And I said, well, why I need to call Eric? I had met Eric, we had been at CIAA tournaments and other football games together. He said, because, you know, Eric Moore is the guru. Uh, He has all the information. He has every number to every sports information director he has every athletics director's number. He has every address, phone number. In those days, fax number. So I called Eric, and uh, that started a friendship. It was probably the summer or spring of 1994, and that started a, a, a friendship with him. Uh, actually, he used, to come, he used to come to my house as the, as the first probably year the Black College Sports Page was produced. He'd come to my house every Sunday he come from Raleigh, North Carolina, to Danville, Virginia, and helped me put the page together. He was the one who first sent out invoices nice. for my publication. At the time, we had four African American newspapers around the country, and Eric was the one that really told me, Luke, you can't charge people if you're not going to send them invoices." So we up- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just basic. That's just basic math. <laughs> Said it's going to be hard to get paid to begin with, but you know, if you're going to get paid, you got to do invoices. So he actually did my invoices for me, and uh, until I picked it up myself. But uh, whether it was a football championship, a basketball tournament, whether it was preseason events, postseason events, usually Eric and I went together, and if I wasn't there, they'd always ask, Where's loot? and if He didn't go. They'd always ask me, where's Eric? And that's gone on for the last. I've been publishing the Black College Sports page. This is my 29th year. And it's gone on for much of those years. And it particularly went on in the last year plus after he suffered a stroke and has been uh, basically not bedridden, but he'd been at home. Uh, We stayed in touch. I talked to him quite often and he had been up and down, but it was still a shock when I, returned from A&T's homecoming game yesterday. And I got a text from Ed Hill, the same Ed Hill. And I got a call from Stan Luther telling me that, that Eric had passed. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, he was more than a friend. You know, he knew all of my family, spent a lot of time, slept in my house many days. Um, we've been practically from one end of the country to the other together driving, um, so he was he was a brother, he was a friend, uh, and he's greatly missed because I know everybody that has anything to do with black college sports, especially from a media standpoint. But even and, and this is anybody in the media, Eric has done everything from, you know, he 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 uh, he didn't just revolutionize computer stats. He really was the the person. You know, I used to keep stats at HBCU games by hand, and you adding up. With a, with a calculator and Eric was the one who introduced computerized stats you know um, I don't know 20 years ago if not more, and he trained numerous people who've gone on uh, in various levels of athletics, not just in stats but in PR and public relations um, that he has influenced uh, so it's a, it's a big loss it's been a big loss for the last year since he's since he's been uh, trying to recover from his stroke Um, but you know uh, him being gone it's just you know uh, I was close to Roscoe Nance uh, a legend in the HBCU media world he passed a couple of years ago I was I was great friends with Reggie Rutherford was another good friend of mine so um, Eric's name is added to that list Uh, but we're going to miss him for sure.
0: Definitely. Um, you know, we were, we were talking about ways in which we can, we were kind of recollecting just ways in which Mr. Moore kind of helped and influenced us. And I, one of the things I said was he was always there to help. And no matter, yeah. even with us, all the way back in, you know, when we were first coming along and he was always helpful. And so I was, I was saying that as we move forward in this space and and now obviously you have so many new media members, uh, whether it's directly affected to the prime effect or whatever it is, you know, one of the things I know that Mr. Moore would be doing is always offering help. Somebody come comes to him asking for help about the history or wanted to know, you know, and I know sometimes this thing can get territorial, but he was never that way. You know what I'm saying? Which was, but. You know, you, you might expect that, but no, he was never that way. And and so, uh, what 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 would you say? Sort of, what is that legacy? What would you say that we can do others in this space uh, to sort of continue his legacy and, and just continue doing things the way Mister Moore would have done it?
3: We we'll probably need to create an award uh, in his name, if nothing else. Uh, that would, uh, would recognize uh, someone who's done a, a yeoman's job in terms of the, of the things that you said, of helping people, of providing the information. You know, Eric uh, fixed a whole lot of people's computers. If people had problems with, if, especially if they had problems with software, stat crew, they were calling him before games. They were calling him while he was working games. To, uh, they would send their computers to him Uh, for him to fix them. And, yeah, he was helpful. And, you know, one of the things that Ed Hill called me today about was how many guys just at Howard University that he trained not only to do stats, but these guys are now working for NBA teams, NFL teams. They're working for major uh, corporate entities like uh, – what's the one out of Baltimore? Uh, Not New Balance. What is it? Uh, uh, The one that – Yeah. He's got, he's got people at Nike that Eric has influenced. Uh, Ed Hill is a similar guy in terms of the influence he's had, but Eric was much more on the technical level. You know, he probably did stats. Uh, he did it for the SIAC. He's done it for the CIAA. He worked in a CIAA office. Uh, he taught at Fayetteville state university. When I started in 1994, that's where he was at Fayetteville state. And the reason why he he was so familiar because he was the executive director of the Black College Sports Information Directors Association for the last thirty plus years um that's why he had all of those numbers, why he compiled so much you know eric every every year were compiled and it's still on the on a dance site today. It's a team by team schedule that has every homecoming game, every classic game, every game by conference. Uh, I relied on that every year and relied on him. But We used to talk three three to five times basically every day of the week. In the last few years, you know, as I've uh, learned how to do plenty of the things that he taught me, uh, we probably talk once or twice a week. So over the last year, as he's been dealing with these health issues, we probably talked once every two weeks. I knew something was up because usually when I called him, when he was healthy, I called him we, we would talk every day, every other day. The last year I'd call him every couple of weeks and he would either answer or he would call me right back. In the last two weeks, he hadn't called me back. And I was I thought maybe he was just uh you know having some appointments or whatnot, because we kind of kept up with the kind of treatment that he was getting. Uh but when I didn't get a call back the last two weeks, it concerned me. But I really didn't have any idea. So I reached out to his to his wife and his daughter. I don't think they're taking calls right now. At least I haven't been able to get through uh, to ex- express my condolences. But, you know, it's been a plethora of guys. Everybody that I know in the industry is contacting me because they know how close he and I were.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Drew, uh, Roy, you got anything for for Luke? Uh- before we get ready to close this uh, this segment. No, I mean not really. I mean like I said
2: it's those were those two names were synonymous. Um, you know, when we started the process, you know, when I when I started reaching out to Mr. Moore about about what we wanted to do with the Black College Sports Network and told him that we were gonna be doing the for when I mentioned that we were going to do the insert for black college um new or black newspapers, he was like, Well you need to talk to Luke. Because he already doing that, you know. <laughs> so you figure that out, man. you know, get on over there. But no, I mean that was everything that Mr. Williams said, man, is, is the key. And you know, I, I, when I see him, I tell him the same thing. I'm like, hey, you know, you you up there on that Mount Rushmore with us, and you know, we wanna we wanna make sure we celebrate people when we see him out, and you know, it's when you when you've been in the incubation and when you've been in the birthing. Of something like these projects that we're doing you have a different type of appreciation for people like mr williams and mr moore you know you you have a completely different thing because I, I don't think people understand when he said that you said 1984 no, no, no,
3: like, no, 94. 94, 94, 94, 94 that right yeah.
2: which was which was yeah. brian what, what was the year is it was the, that was the year that I was coming out of FAMU that we were initially getting started with this, trying to push it on TV. You know, I, so I, I was still a when, junior, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember
3: I was when, on my I internship. Remember Eric, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Eric Brooks told me about you guys. You know, and he talked about you know, being from FAMU, and the guys want to do this, and they explained that. And you know, we've seen so many people come and go over the years. You know, and the question is always to what degree they would stick with it. Would they find a way to uh, to maintain and continue? And you guys have done a great job in that, you know, and I'm sure, you know, you all dealt with every kind of challenge that you had. You know, Eric, Eric and I were approached by a guy named Elton G after about my first two years on the uh, publishing the Black College Sports page. He said, why aren't you guys online? And we were like, hey, online? What's that? What's that? What's that going to require? And he told, and he told us, to gave us all of the, the nuts and bolts of what they were, what, what required to be online. And what happened was, Eric and I decided. Eric said, "I told you he had been coming to my house to produce the page and helping me produce the page every week." And he said, "I tell you what, Luke, I'm going to focus on online stuff, and I'll let you just focus. I don't need to come up to Danville every week anymore." I'll let you focus on producing the page. I'll do online. And that's when Anadan was birthed. So Anadan, in many ways, is the godfather of anything now with the plethora of sites that you see online with all kinds of big wigs like Sports Illustrated and everybody else trying to get a piece of this HBCU pie now. But, Eric, uh, we were approached by a guy from Roanoke, Virginia, Elton G, and that's what he said to us. You guys got to be online. And Eric from that point added to all of the other stuff that he was doing. He decided that he was going to create the Anadan site. And I don't know if you guys know, but do y'all know what Anna Dan, where that comes from? We do, but I
1: don't think our listeners do. Because you've told us the oh, story. Right. But
0: uh yeah, you know, right. tell, yeah. tell the story again.
3: Yeah, because his mother was Annie Moore, and his father was Dan Moore. You know, so that's where Anadan came from. It was a tribute to both his mother and father. Who were both, uh, and this is this tells you something about Eric's background. Eric was a guy in high school in uh, Durham, North Carolina. Both his parents worked in North Carolina Central, even though he went to NC State. He was an he basically was raised on the campus of NC Central, and they were both librarians. And you know how much detail <laughs> librarians have to deal with all kinds of research yes. and reference material, and especially Eric, back then. Uh, huh? Yeah, of course, back then, and Eric became the statistician for Hillside High School. And at the time, Hillside had a legendary basketball team that was breaking all kinds of scoring records. I think four of their five players ended up playing at HBCUs and starring at HBCUs. And Eric took it upon himself to come become not only the statistician, but the writer sending stories as they were they, they averaged like 90 some points per game or something like that and that was really the beginning of with his parents with the librarian with the keeping up with information like that that uh that that spurned and spawned him becoming what he became uh in the hbcu world he got out of that nc state world very quickly <laughs> and came back to the to the hbcu world you know so that that's a little bit of the background of Eric and again when we were making these rides up and down the road and you guys know you know everybody thought we were just a tag team so whenever we were making these ro- uh, rides up and down the road we did all kinds of things together with my family with his family you know so you know that that was the that was the relationship that the two of us had
0: all right. All right. Um, I'm, I'm sure you'll, as I, as I was telling people before you came on with us, I know there's going to be various uh, tributes and articles and things like that. And, and I want to encourage any and everybody to soak that information up as it comes in. Uh, I know, Luke, you, you do writing with some HBC with HBCU Game Day. Uh, so I, I know you'll be working. I know you're probably working on something. That'll be coming out here yeah. probably sometime this week. Um, so, you know, yeah, please. T-
3: Tali said, t- said he's going to give me, he said, you know, he's going to give me time to process. He said, I know you don't want to write because yeah. I was, but I thought about writing last night and I I was probably, I was okay until I went to bed and woke up this morning. Is You know how it really hits you sometimes yeah. like that and it really hits me. So I've been kind of dragging all day. But, uh, you know, what can we do except pray for him and uh, pray for his family that they do well? But you would ask, and I think what we should do, like in the, in, the, in, the, uh, in the group that we have, I think we should probably do some kind of Eric Moore Award that would give each year that we could vote on somebody in the media or somebody that facilitates and helps us uh, do our job and do it better, do it well, uh, make sure we are on point that would do something to honor Eric and, and then maybe just check with his family to see if there's anything we can do for them also.
1: Yeah, Between yeah, him and well Ross Nance, two of the two, two legends lost in the last few years.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's tough. It's tough. We're getting up in age though. So, you know, that, that happens. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. We, we, we have to make sure we uh, continue to, uh, record and document so uh i I love the fact that everybody uh, everybody
3: everybody on there got gray in their beard
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly yeah it's time to end this segment on that note brian <laughs> I, I, I I got some I got some I got some beard coloring that I'm going to be you know I'm just kidding. yeah. So uh all right hey so uh this week uh, or you know probably very soon again continue to uh keep the more family in your thoughts and prayers. Uh we thank you Luke for taking uh, some some time this evening for coming in and joining us and and sharing your thoughts. Uh, Roy uh thank you as well uh for popping in and uh uh that's uh, we'll, we'll just we'll just keep each other in, in thoughts and prayers, because like you said, a lot of people have been impacted by Mr. Moore in some form or fashion. So I know everybody's hurting in some kind of way. And so, as, you know, I think uh, that that's the one beautiful thing, I, I think, in this space that we can all kind of look out for each other. Uh continue to keep everyone in thoughts and prayers, keep the family most importantly in thoughts and prayers. And uh we'll continue to uh find ways to honor uh Mr. Moore as long as we're doing what we're doing. So uh all right. Uh y'all, we're gonna go
3: Yeah, keep up the good keep up the good work, guys. Thank you for having Appreciate me. You. Thank
0: you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We're going to take a break, come back, get into talking about the rest of the events from the past weekend on the football side of things. Right after this break, you're watching the BCSN Sports Wrap.